Hello, and welcome to another episode of Two Moms and Some Labels. Two Moms and Some Labels is a platform created for families and caregivers caring for a child with a disability to come together in a shared space to commune, network, and gain ideas on how to persevere through challenging times. My name is Brittany. And my name is Nicole. And um, we want to welcome our special guest to our episode. Um, If Nicole wants to go ahead and introduce her, that would be awesome. Yes, yes, yes. So hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are so glad that you have tuned in, um, catching us on the replay. We are so excited tonight to have um, our special guest and a special guest that we feel we want to really share with um the special needs community you know we know everyone tuning in is not in florida or local in the area of northeast florida but um our guests have some great things that you probably can even incorporate at home with your child so i'm so happy to introduce who's made such an impact in my little one's life miss kim and she's going to be here to let us know about music therapy so i'm so excited and welcome miss kim thank you so we just Um, you know we're so happy to have you here and can you just give us like a brief um description of what actually music therapy is okay um first of all thank you so much for letting me talk about music therapy i i have become very passionate about it because i've seen how it has affected so many um, children that I work with and, you know, and every child is different, just like every child is different. They respond differently to music therapy. Well, first of all, music therapy, um, by definition is the clinical and evidence-based use of music intervention interventions to accomplish individualized goals within a therapeutic relationship. So that is what music therapy is. Um, We use music of all different kinds and music, um, all different levels of music. Music can can be lots and lots of different things. Um, Music can be, um, it can be history or, you know, just plain music can be history. It can be science. It can be math. It can be movement. It can be all these different things that, that can really help a child um, learn how to be more confident and um, it can help them improve their social skills it helps them improve emotional skills, independence. I've seen so much independence um, in in the clients that I have right now. It's just a wonderful thing. So um, I'll, I'll give it back to you. Okay. And Brittany, have you ever done music therapy with your daughter? Okay, so um, I am trying to think. I, I feel like that she has done music therapy, but I think it was in the PPEC at the medical daycare. So I wasn't there. But okay. um, when I was working with Florida School for the Deaf and the Blind, I had some clients that did uh, have music therapy and I was able to participate and um, some of the sessions with them. Okay, that's that. That's good. I know um, we have, as you guys know, as I mentioned, you know, Miss Kim has been our therapist. We haven't hit a year yet. Um, she started out with Lorenzo actually at the PPEC and um, for lessons, they were one-on-one. Uh, sessions, not lessons, sorry, sessions. And um, then uh, I pulled him out of the PPEC due to, you know, COVID and other things going on. And luckily she was able to come to the house. So this is really an awesome thing for the special needs community as far as this music therapy. And we will find more music therapy 
therapists do actually come to the house. So you don't have to leave. So when she told me, oh, I can come to the house and um, do the therapy there, it worked perfect. Um, it's a great thing. Lorenzo, she knows he waits at the top of the stairs. Miss Kim, Miss Kim, Miss Kim, Miss Kim, Kim. I tell him early Sunday morning, today's your day for Miss Kim. He'll ask me, Miss Kim, Miss Kim, you know, so, and he knows that he pulled, um, she, she did, I'm going to tell this, she did music therapy at my mom's house one time and my mom loves music. And she told my mom about this drum. So Lorenzo, she got Lorenzo the drum for Christmas. Yep. And <laughs> Lorenzo pulls the drum out for me. Like he knows that's his time. Um, and it's just been a great, it's an hour session and it has just been great. And it really has helped while Lorenzo started school. Um, it helps with, it helps with fine motor skills, gross motor skills. Um, it helps with him. He has a trach. So, you know, Lorenzo was considered, still considered pretty much nonverbal. Um, but he is, I mean, Miss Kim, you probably can attest for that. His vocabulary, we're able to understand him more. Oh, he yeah. sings with you now. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's just has been a very big improvement. And one thing I can say with anything with the special needs, we, our children are around a lot of people with the doctors and you know, different therapists. So to have that one music therapist come and give a one-on-one, it just gives him that comfort as well. Cause you know, he knew her before I knew Miss Kim um, cause they oh, were at the did. PPEC yeah. together. <laughs> so he just feels really comfortable. Yeah. When I, so Miss Kim. Yes. When I actually no, had, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. When I actually had Lorenzo at um, his daycare, I, um, I thought he was nonverbal mm-hmm. because, you know, he, he just wouldn't, he didn't, he didn't talk, but now, oh my goodness, <laughs> he definitely knows that word. No. <laughs> he and, just um, talks, talks, talks now. He does. He just talks all the time. And uh, our fate, uh, what I think Nicole can attest to this, one of our favorite songs and that he learned to sing was elephants of wrinkles yes and I just love I I I'm like I when I say elephants of wrinkles with other kids I hear Lorenzo's voice because he's just the cutest thing ever (laughs) thank you thank you and then even with that song um it really went into and so I wanted I wanted to discuss this too because I know a lot of people might be thinking okay, music therapy, well, is it really therapy or is it a music lesson? So I want people to understand it's not a music lesson. So you don't have to feel like my child has to learn the notes. My child has to stay on beat. My child has to do this. So this is a therapy session, just like when you take your child to occupational, physical, she's going to get them to where they need to be. So when she came, you know, she assessed Lorenzo and said, okay, this is what we can work on. And every week, I mean, she's bringing different instruments. He's moving. Um, she has these uh, things that he can put on his fingers, um, the little animals, and they do the farm songs. But uh, what I notice is he's able to singly move his fingers on Mm -hmm. me and with occupational therapy. And for a kid with minor cerebral palsy, that is major for him. Um, Picking up the small thing, just a lot of little different things. I feel as observing and being in the therapy world with Lorenzo for so long. I mean, we've been in therapy since he's been home 11 months old. When he came home, we've been in therapy. So I've seen plenty and to see this, you know, one music therapy, you know, have the occupational component, the physical component, the speech component, but not be overwhelming for a child, especially with, I know your biggest population is autism. Yes. Um, they have such a, the thing is, every child is different. And I, like, I have a family of four and every child does something different. Mm-hmm. And you have to meet the child where the child is and yeah. find out what they like and then use that for what they need. Mm-hmm. So you're really customizing with every child. Um, I, I t- sometimes it, it's a little harder, like with the family of four, I had no problem with the youngest one, but with the little girl that was in 
in that group, that family, she didn't want to do instruments. She didn't want to do anything. And I finally found that um, she liked Frozen and all the Frozen songs. So I said, hey. So we started just watching the videos. And I was like, hey, why don't we sing it this time? And she started singing and she needed that speech. And her speech has improved just in like in the last month. And it's just wonderful to see her. She's like, I did good. I said, yes, you did. (laughs) But she recognizes that she's doing, she's doing better, which is really, really good for them. Yes. And that's so amazing to be able to witness that and see those differences in a child who, you know, society might've said, oh no, they're not going to do this or do that and for them to overcome so much with just music it's such a beautiful thing even when you look back at ray charles you know um Mm -hmm. he was blind picked on and going through stuff but music was his comfort zone you know um one thing i can say about music is you can be silent and you can be verbal it's just something you can you know I love to see the kids that might be not verbal, but all of a sudden you see the foot move to the beat. And you're just like, oh, oh I exactly. like it. Okay, keep it going. You know, so I think it's yes. exciting. Yes. It is. It is. And how many um, clients do you see a week? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I have 14 that I see. Wow. Or 14 kids that I see. Um. And then I do, I also do memory care work and things like that. So I'm also, I literally, I see children who are age one to, well, I can't say they're children, adults who are 104. That's my, that's my range from one to 104. And I literally have every age in between there. And they're all, but to, um, I have a, a, a young man who was 27 and mm-hmm. he comes in and, and I, you know, you see, you see him presenting with all these autistic ticks and um, stems and things like that, like going and shutting the door multiple times and, and OCD and all those, those things that plague the autism world. Um, and to see him come up and take a microphone. And I didn't even know he could do this. He sang a whole entire song. Um, He sang the song happy by Pharrell. Oh, Um, wow. And he sang happy. And, and the thing that made my heart melt was the smile that was on his face. Because all the other people in the class, all his other classmates, because this was in a group sitting, um, they were all cheering him on and they they were like, oh my goodness, we didn't know, we didn't know he could do that. And I was like, wow, you were awesome. And he, and he looked at me, he goes, I'm awesome. I said, yes, you are. (laughs) But that confidence, that confidence that, that they can gain is just amazing because, and it's different for every child. One child may, their confidence may be in dancing, but that's still a a wonderful use of music. Um, Mm -hmm. Some kids, they, they find you know, beating on drums, you know, really helps them. And it gets that, um, that aggression out and it helps them to calm down. Mm -hmm. And then there's some kids that I have one little boy who's learning how to play ukulele because that's what he wanted to do. Uh, Um, so we're learning how to play ukulele. It is. And and it's so, it's challenging for me because I have to do all these different you know, different things for different people, but it's been wonderful for me because that, I think that's what gives me such a quote unquote high, um, <laughs> with, when, when I'm that shell. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it. so yeah. exciting to see them, to see them say words and sing mm-hmm. songs when they can't, when they cannot form a sentence. Yes. 
On the it's run. like you're pulling back as every week you go, you're pulling back a layer and you yeah, just exactly. see the improvement. And when you think exactly. about it, when you're pregnant, they tell you to play music. Oh, yeah. To calm your baby, work on the brain, baby senses, the brain and all mm-hmm. this stuff. So it's just like, it's so crazy that when we think of music therapy, we're like, well, you guys said it was good to play while we were pregnant. So why is it such a no music therapy is not a therapy or, you know, it's just so crazy, but I'm excited that I see it being more and more accepted in the medical world where when you go to the doctor and ask for a referral for music therapy, they're not looking at you crazy anymore. They're like, okay, yeah. Do you need a list? What you, you got it? And I'm like, yeah. oh wow, okay. You know, um, even exactly. when Miss Jan contacted me, I was like, music therapy, really? Weekly? Oh, okay. You know, um, because the doctor's office had put in the referrals, and of course, you know, I think it took a long time to get everything approved and finalized. Um, but it, it was definitely well worth it. And, you know, I didn't have to do anything. Um, your company did it in the doctor's office. So it was a blessing. Right. Um, yes. So do yes. you think if someone has music therapy, do they ever grow out of it? Or is it something that might be something that, you know, is continued on? Um, no, music therapy has never grown out. Um, you never grow out of it. And, uh, you know, first of all, you mentioned about, I want to go back just a second. You mentioned about playing music for your child when they're in utero. Yes. The best music to play for a child in utero and even um, like a newborn is Mozart. Anything by Mozart, because um, they have, they have done studies about how Mozart's music helps to connect um, certain neural pathways and get that pathway over the two hemispheres and um, also helps with the child um, understanding math better. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I I can't believe it though. Yes. Uh, I mean, there's certain, you know, if you're, if your child is aggressive, you never want to play Beethoven because Beethoven is a very aggressive um, oh, he has a few nicer ones, but typically his music is pretty aggressive. And, um, and I find my kids, my, oh, I say kids, I shouldn't call them kids. They're adults. Um, my special needs adults. And um, I find the ones that are very verbal. They like, I have one guy who loves hard rock and the only um, classical composer he likes is Beethoven. Wow. And basically Beethoven was the hard rock of the day. Back right. In the right. <laughs> so, cause, cause it was a real aggressive type music like hard rock is. So it, it's, it's only, um, it's only logical, but you know, music therapy can help with so many different things. Um, I had another client that, um, he had cerebral palsy, um, couldn't re- he couldn't really say any words, but he tried to say words and we would work on words. And, um, but the biggest thing was working on volume because he had no volume yes. because he, you know, because of the, the weakness of those muscles. So one day I decided to give him a little play microphone and woo, he found his voice and we would sing. We, I, I go, ah, and he'd go, ah, <laughs> and he had a blast and, and we just made so many strides, um, you know, That's working awesome. on, yeah, it, it's just, but you never, ever grow out of music. Um, in fact, even when you get into like in, you know, hopefully you never get to this point, but dementia and Alzheimer's music is the very last thing to go. Yes, I remember my mom's um, closest friend and she her mom lived in a memory care and we had like, you know, events or get togethers, she would go pick up her mom. Mm-hmm. And, and when that music would start, oh, she would be she out in her up. chair just a dancing. Now she didn't talk. She didn't say anything. Um, and her daughter would be like, 
oh mom you know and everybody was like no let her dance and she was having a good time oh my goodness she loved it and I even noticed that because at Lorenzo's school in the ESE when we went to open house um you know the big thing with Lorenzo right now is Gracie's Corner and they actually do a lot of um that in there and then that makes you realize that music therapy is important because look at all the daycares elementary everything is mm-hmm. almost to a song everything yeah. is sing-songy so the kids can remember it the kids can stay yep. engaged and that's the same thing with even a special needs kid you know like you said there's different music for the for different kids and different different abilities disabilities however you want to word it um but music is you know it's it's just a blessing um I remember the first time I was ever introduced to music therapy, I thought the lady was crazy. Um, We were in the hospital and Lorenzo was very, very sick. His veins were, he didn't have pretty, I mean, he's a 23 weeker, so he pretty much didn't have any veins. Um, And we needed a pick line and they were doing the ultrasound to find the vein, the, the artery thing. And um, they were like, well, we're going to go get the music therapist. And I was like, really? My son's heart rate is 220. Um, He has a bad, bad infection. And you're going to tell me about a music therapist? I was like, this lady has lost it. And the lady came in with her guitar. And when I say I remember it to this day, she said, daddy finger, daddy finger, where are you? I can't sing, but her voice, I'm trying to show y'all how she did it with the voice. And she was just slowly doing the guitar. And I'm looking at the monitor. Things are going off because his heart rate was above the thing. And slowly his heart rate was going down. So he stopped fighting. Next thing you know, the lady was like, his pick line is in, we're going to start medicine. She just did daddy finger, mommy finger. And I mean, it was just, and I was like, what? And she explained to me, she said, it was my voice and the, how I stroked this guitar. He gazed at her. And so, and I was like, but that's when I was first, first introduced and I was able to witness it. And I have been like, just in love with, I mean, you know, we talk about it all the time. It's Kim. Oh, yeah. I love music therapy just to see when my son was in the most crucial one of his most crucial times, I mean, if we weren't able to get that pick line, we were pretty much, the infection was going to take over my baby. And, nice. you know, just able to do that. And they got her up there. And it was so crazy because, um, you know, a lot of people didn't think music therapy mattered. And the hospital only had a music therapist so many days a week. Luckily, she was there the day we needed her. Yeah. But now the hospital has a music therapist available every day now because they realize it's it changes the world from preemies and the NICU to behavioral health Mm -hmm. to kids in the ER to kids um in the PICU you know just even on the floors it's just changes 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 it does you know you were you telling that story because I don't think you've you've told me about daddy finger but you didn't tell me about how critical he was at that point um, but when we are, when we, as mothers, you have that newborn baby and you're rocking yeah. and what do you, what do you do? You sing a little yes. song, it doesn't matter what song it is. You just sing that little song. And yes. my, my son, my son was 36 weeks and he was huge, but, um, he had a double ear infection and I didn't realize mm. uh, he just got it really bad and took him to the hospital. Um, and they could not, um, he was so dehydrated, they couldn't get a, 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 um, an IV in to help him. So they said, we're going to, um, and the, you know, they're trying, they're sticking mm-hmm. him all over the place. Well, I, I started singing because I didn't know what else to do. I was crying and I was singing. Right. I was singing um, Brahms Lullaby in German. <laughs> wow. because I don't know it in English <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I was singing it in German and, and all these nurses were coming in saying 
who was singing? <laughs> but he was, it was because he was <laughs> screaming so bad. I was, I was just trying to help him. You know, I didn't know what else to do. And we, and I started singing Brahms lullaby in German. And in about five minutes later, they had a, they had a line in on him. So, you know, it ne- nothing, wow, yeah. nothing even close to what you experienced with, with um lorenzo but still i mean even back in the that back long that long ago because that's 25 years ago now i and and music therapy was definitely on the very very outskirts of the medical world because it was pretty new right Um, so it was a it was i just i didn't know what else to do and, and that's I'll, crazy. That's just yeah. amazing that you kicked into that. And you are so right when you point that out, when our child is, you know, needs to be consoled, they're crying, they're sick. We do rock my mm-hmm. baby when we're putting them to sleep to give them that comfort at night. You know, wow. even the um things we put on. I remember when we realized that Lorenzo really enjoyed music. Um we went and got him, uh, I don't know what they call, but they play the music, sit by the crib sometimes, um, but it plays like soft lullabies and stuff like that. And we got oh. that and that would, we put that in the NICU with him and that just kept him so calm, mm-hmm. his music playing. And then mm-hmm. we would play Beauty and the Beast for him and keep it on road to, you know, musicals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So music plays a big, big part. Um, so how can people get in touch with you? Okay. Well, the way that um, you can get in touch with me is um, through my through my boss and through my company, um, which is Music Therapy Services Incorporated. And my boss's name is um, Jan Barber. She's the most wonderful person you'll ever meet. She will do anything and everything to help you. Um, she if if you are, are interested in getting music therapy for your child, the best thing are to do is contact her and she can tell you exactly like she has she has worked and, and gone through so many different people trying to get, you know, working with insurance and it is just crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, and, and, you know, cause for a while we didn't get any, and it was because they had messed up, messed up all the insurance end. And so the doctors were putting in the referrals and they weren't getting approved. Mm-hmm. So she went on, on a mission to figure all that out. And she did. And now she's got this whole list of things and she'll send it to you. And this is how the doctor fills out the form. And this is what you do. And when you do that, it like it's, it's in a, a relatively short period of time now that you can be approved and be right on your way to having music therapy. Yeah. So, I think I was in the bunch of that mix up that she got fixed because she's yes. called me. But yes, I was. Yeah. She got yes. me sick, taken care of. Yes. Yeah. She does, man. She, if there's a problem, she's on it and she fights for her clients. Let me tell you, she is wonderful. That's such um, a blessing. And I do want is. to let people know to key part, just in case, cause like I know over before we spoke about the diff, there's a difference. This is not a music lesson. So just right. like any other therapy session, like Ms. Kim said, it goes through insurance. So your insurance, you know, it's up to your insurance. I don't speak on insurance. I don't know if they're going to approve or deny you, but it's worth a try. Um, And like she said, Ms. Jan, you know, knows how to, you know, get certain words that you have to use to get it approved, all this kind of stuff. Exactly. Like she said, she knows how to do it. So it's not something that, you know, I don't, like I say, I don't know your insurance. So you might have a copay um, or, you know, it might be free. Typically we, um, we go through Medicare which is really nice because that way um, it is, it's readily available and it's at no cost to the parent. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a blessing too. Yes. Um, or not Medicare, Medicaid. I always yes, say Medicaid. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Medicaid. You guys probably work with Medicare as well. Um, well, we, old elderly we patients. We work with the um, actual memory cares because oh, okay. um, it's, gotcha. it's much more 
Um, because those people at that point, all of their Medicare has gone to the facility that correct. They are. correct. So the facility and, and, you know, instead of every patient having to, you know, put towards it, it's a, it's a, it's just a lot more economical. We'll put it that way for them. Right. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, so everyone, you know, if you have the special needs, like Miss Kim said, from babies to adults, you know, you can reach out and just try it out and see how it helps. Cause you know, every, like we, we've all been saying every child is different. We say that on every episode. Oh yeah. Um, what works for one mm-hmm. child might not work. And that's why Brittany and I wanted to have this podcast so we can just share, continue to find resources and tools. And it's like, the eat the meat, spit out the bones. When you're listening, find what works for you. So if you say, you know, my child has some anger issues or my child is nonverbal or my child is, you know, diagnosed with this and I would love to see them or my child just loves music. Um, Mm -hmm. Miss Kim works with non-mobile. Like she said, there's been days that Lorenzo just wanted to sleep and she sung to him because he wasn't feeling it. Um, you know, he's a rambunctious kid. She picks the activities based on, you know, when she senses, okay, maybe today is not a good day to do that. You know, let's, yeah. we're going to do drums today. You're yeah. wild. <laughs> you know, so don't think she, you know, a therapist won't be able to figure out what works. She works with kids in wheelchairs. Like she said, nonverbal. She works with kids that don't move. They only, I think you only work with some kids that might only move their hand a little bit or something. Um, well, so. yes. Yes. Um, I mean, all, all different, different, all different. It does not matter. It does not matter their movement at all. Right. Um, because, you know, if they can't move, I pick their hands up and, and I beat the drums with their hands. They, they get to feel it. And that's, what's important is them getting to feel it. Like the one little boy yeah. who had cerebral palsy, I would, you know, on the marching songs, I'd take his feet and I'd march with his feet, you know, and Aww. so that he felt that marching and what that was like. Mm-hmm. And, and all of those things are wonderful because they become, um, they become tools for them to use later on in different things. Like marching is a, uh, me doing that with his legs is a wonderful way for him to, you know, maybe hopefully, you know, prayerfully, be able to take some steps one day. Mm-hmm. It's just and working those legs. Blood circulation. Yeah. Um, you know, just that movement of blood circulation and it's a vocabulary lesson. It lets you know this is marching, you know. So it's uh-huh. so much that just goes into that quick little, you know, thing you're doing. So um, because a kid still might not be mobile, but that doesn't mean they're burnt, you know, it's just different. So you're teaching him marching. This is marching. This is, oh, okay, this is marching. And he knows mm-hmm. now in his head, whether he can verbally express it, he knows what marching is. Yeah. Um, so, so when you say march, he can thing. try. He knows right. how, he knows what to do to try. Mm-hmm. So that, and that's all that, that's all that really matters. Okay. So let me do a little plug. Um, the, um, uh, the, for those of you who live in the Jacksonville area, the, um, Jacksonville Iceman hockey team is doing a sensory night and they're having us, they're having us on March the 11th at 6 PM and they're having us come in and they're going to have a, a room for us to be able to do music and all different kinds of therapies. And they'll have different kinds of therapists there, but we will be there. And, uh, you know, you can get, you know, a little tiny taste. It w- it's not an individual taste like, like I do on a one-on-one, but in a group situation where, where, we take the different levels of kids and, and do stuff with them and do music and just have a really good time. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I, I have a couple is... questions um, oh, yeah, okay. for you, Kim. Um, I know we talked about, you guys talked about the benefits um, of music therapy, but as far as like getting into the actual session of the uh, therapy, um, how does that work? Is there, um, 
an evaluation, a consultation? Um, do you like well, typically? Make... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Um, typically, we um, what we do is we get the referral from the doctor. Um, and then once we get the referral, we schedule you for um, an initial visit. And basically, I just kind of I bring in so much stuff the first time, just trying to figure out what the you know what is going to work with your child. And it may take me a couple of times to figure that out, to really figure it out because because we all change from week to week. But um, I come in there and kind of do some evaluating. I, I, I'm doing music with them the whole time, and just finding out what they like and and what sparks their interest, and then. Um, you know, then we talk a little bit at the end and just decide it, if that's, if this time that I came this day is going to be a good time. Like if is, is four o'clock on Monday is a good time for you, you know, or that, that kind of thing. Um, and then we set you on the schedule. That's all you really have to do. It's really very easy. So is there a, like, do you make goals for the child or your, your clients? Um, so like, what is the, the end goal? Is it to just, you know, kind of get their, um, you know, their brain and their body moving to be able to help them with, um, other developmental areas? Um, so like, what is, what is the goal? Do you develop a lesson like for them, a goal, um, work towards goals or... I do mentally, um, I talk with you about that, you know, cause like I had a, a client on Saturday, she's a, she's a new girl and, and, um, she's dealing with, she's a little bit older and she's dealing, she's very verbal, but she's dealing with deep, deep depression. And, um, we were kind of going through several different things. I was kind of talking to her and I said, well, why don't you play, try those little bells over there? And she tried the, uh, there were chimes that I have. And she goes, I said, she kept playing them. I said, do you like those? And she goes, yes. She said, I just feel so calm. And she was just playing them so gently. And, you know, so it, it's all about, I talk, it depends on if, if the child is verbal and can communicate those things to me. I, I talk with the child because, you know, you can't teach a child how to play piano who does not want to play piano. You cannot mm -hmm. teach a child to dance if they don't want to dance. And so you have to find, you have to find those sweet spots. And it takes a while to really find things that they like. But I, and then I talk with a parent. What, what areas do you see that you want? You know, a lot of, some parents are just like, I just want them to have fun. Okay. We can have fun. Um, or they may say, um, he has a lot of aggression issues. Okay. Let's work. We can work with that. And that way I keep the music on a calmer level or, you know, you know, sometimes a parent will come to me and say, he needs to play the drums today <laughs> because right. he just needs to beat it out. And I'm very, very, um, intuitive to that. And I'm, I work with the parent because I'm with the child for an hour a week. I don't know everything that's going on with this child, but the parent does, and they can come in and say, you know, this child is really having a hard time today. Um, so he needs to just be quiet. I'm like, okay, we can do some soft music and like sing. And I, you know, I can do uh, like, sometimes I use like little music videos that are just real soft, sweet singing voices and something that they can watch and just calm them down. And sometimes kids will do that for themselves. Cause I have one right. little boy who loves to play the drums, but one day he wasn't feeling the drums at all. And he found this little, a, a little song about Christmas, about the star. And that's what he wanted. He watched that song like five times and he goes more <laughs> I'm like, okay, we'll do it again. Um, but it's really, it's really tailored to the child and the parent, you know, what, what do you see that, um, you think your child could benefit from?
you now, know, and I will, I, always, I, I will say this. Cause I think, um, Brittany, what you're like, how we go for, um, they send the referral, we go for an evaluation, um, for physical therapy or occupational feed and speech. And we come up with a goal at the end. Is that what you're asking? Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is where, as far as me being on the parent side of this, this is why I love music therapy for me. And I'm speaking on the parent side. We have to do all that. So therefore, yes, they got the referral, but I, as a parent finally felt like someone was not coming in and telling me everything my child cannot do. Mm -hmm. so I think that's the unclinical part of the therapy and that's why I really I really want parents to get it because it's it's so rewarding when you go in like we're about to do our uh, thing with Wilson's and we got to go do all our all our evaluations and I have to sit there and say oh he's not doing this oh he you know that so this to me was a comfort of look what he can do yes she met him to where he was at it wasn't we never talked discussed about well what doesn't he do and he should be doing this goal hitting this milestone it's not it's not that and I think even Lorenzo understands that if I don't feel it today we're just gonna do something easy but you know when they go to other therapies they might not be feeling it just like adults some days we go to work we're not feeling it um but he still would have to do because you had to meet this goal. You got right. to. And I think with special needs kids, we forget that they're kids and we put so many goals on them. You got to mm-hmm. do this. You got to do this. You got to hit this milestone. We got to have this evaluation. We got to have this IEP meeting. We got to do this. You got to, you know, it's just overwhelming when just in the month of March, Lorenzo has six evaluations you know, just in the month of March. And that's, that's a lot for a yeah. kid, you know, that's, that's, that's overwhelming for a parent and a kid. So to go sit through these meetings and let somebody tell, oh, we're not, we didn't meet this in a year. We didn't do this. And for the therapy, music therapy to come about and just be, this is where he is at. That's fine. Yeah. Does he like music? Let's go. You know, it just mm-hmm. gives that ease but you still do see the benefits of where the therapy comes into place. And I think that is just where it gives that ease. But I know exactly what you're talking about, Brittany, where you go in, do the evaluation, discuss everything. It's more, I don't want to say it's informal because it's still formal, but it's not as stuffy and pressy as those type of things. We, we, we do all of those evaluations we do all meeting those goals and doing those goals without anybody really knowing Mm -hmm. because by singing they're working on their words they're working on speech you know sometimes sometimes by singing they're just working on getting more volume and they don't know they're doing that because I'm just going ah and then they're going and I said okay come on, give it to me. Ah, mm-hmm. you know, and I just want, I, I'm just encouraging them and they're, they're responding to the encouragement, but it's working for them. They're actually a, are accomplishing something, um, but they don't know they're accomplishing it. That's the, yeah. Thing. Yeah. And that's why with insurance purposes, they didn't want to have with music therapy, HIPAA therapy, all the different forms of what they try to call non-traditional therapy, they didn't want to do the evaluations because um, a lot of parents put input into not having evaluations be- or goals, criteria mm-hmm. met that insurance had to approve because, you know, a therapist has the right to say your child has plateaued. You're no longer going to be able to, the insurance is no longer going to be able to pay for physical therapy, mm-hmm. you know, occupational therapy and things like that. So the good thing with music therapy your child is never hit a <laughs> yeah. So the insurance, that's why there's not goals oriented because when you start doing that, especially with insurance, that's how a lot of denials get. Well, you told me Billy was going to be singing, you know, the Star Spangled Banner in six months. Now, really? Now, you know, yeah. Billy was not going to sing the Star, but you know, if that's something that's written down, then they're going to expect that goal to be accomplished. Mm-hmm. And then when it's not, you know, 
you start having those issues. Oh, well, he's not going to do it. So he doesn't need music therapy. It doesn't seem like it's working. And then you start getting the denials. So I had, and then I had one last question. Um, I don't know if you've ever had any children with sensory processing disorders. Um, Yes. I think Nicole was saying, you know, that you work with a lot of kids that have autism. Um, So I know a lot of times that they may have, you know, sensitivity to loud noises, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and music and such. Um, so like, how do you deal with that? How do you approach those um, type of situations and kind of like break them out of, of that shell? Okay. Two, two things. Yes. I work with a lot of kids. Um, I work with two special um, autism schools. They're schools that are specifically for kids with autism. Well, um, the other one is, I mean, I do music class and they wear headphones. I mean, earphones, they wear headphones and it's fine. They hear me fine. Um, I have one little, I have two little boys actually who are, um, have cochlear implants and in order for them to, they still wear headphones because it blocks out that, that noise that is interrupting the feedback. Yeah. The feedback. So no, and then the other one is a, is a, is a quick story that a parent told me and there was a child who was autistic and, um, he was high functioning and he, he was during the time period where they didn't really have tablets when he was younger or communication devices that when they were younger, but he learned it as a, like an older teenager. And so when he graduated from high school, his, his parents said, why are you, why do you not like things to be loud? And he said, I like loud. I like my loud. Mm. So they choose what they like. They choose what they can tolerate loud. Um, one little boy, the one little boy that I have now, he's eight. If somebody's doing dishes, it, he's screaming because it's too loud. But I have to, or he wants the, the volume on our songs. He wants it up all the way. Mm-hmm. But the clinking of the little dishes, it, he screams, it's too loud. Yeah. So, but it's because it's what he wants. It's the volume he wants. So, um, I do deal with that. If it's too loud, we, we, most, most autistic kids or parents now have, um, heads, headphones for their kids because you, it's, it's overpowering the whole world, all the sounds that they come against. Um, and if, and if music is one of those, they can still do music with headphones on. I do it every week. <laughs> so do you think that um, this is, um, you know, just the question to throw out there, but okay. so do you think that maybe you guys would ever have music therapy um, using sign language for kids that are um, deaf and they can't, you know, get the cochlear implant or cochlear implant, or they don't, you know, the, the parents don't want them to have it. Um, have you guys thought about that, or do you already do something? Absolutely, already do that. Okay, cool. <laughs> I I incorporate I incorporate um, regular um, sign language symbols. Um, sometimes I have like if I like in that one class if. In one class, if I have one kid who is um, who is deaf and knows sign language, um, I will have that child teach the sign language to the rest of us. Wow. And I know a lot of um, very basic type song sign language, like the I love you, or sometimes I make up things like for the song Skin and Marinky Dinky Dink. Mm-hmm. We, d- we just roll our, eye, roll our arms and then we do um, I pointing to ourselves, do the symbol for love, and then you. And we incorporate all of that 
I love you in the morning. I do the symbol for morning. Love you in the or um, love you in the evening underneath the moon, and then just make like a little moon over your head. So I've always done that, even with um, you know neurotypical kids, because it helps. First of all, it helps them to remember the words, but it, so with the with the deaf children, it is helping them to um, see the words. Nice. So, but yeah, I've had, I've worked with deaf children in my like children's choir at church. I've had, um, three different deaf children in my, in, in my children's choirs and they love it. So yeah, happy to see that you guys are able to serve all types of, um, disabilities. That is awesome. That's, that's the beauty of, of music therapy. There is no, um, there is no one, you know, diagnosis that, yeah. that it helps the most, or there is no one diagnosis that, um, we serve it's, yeah. it is definitely all, all across the board. Yeah. That's a good because, point. That is a definitely good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Good, good point. I didn't yeah. think about the deaf community. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, we have, uh, we also have a little boy who is blind. I say little boy, he's 18. Um, <laughs> he's blind and um, Jan works with him and he's wonderful. He, he, he loves, he loves it. Um, Jan comes in and they sing songs together. And, and as he says, we're doing a duet. <laughs> so, um, that is so cute. Yeah, it is. It's adorable. It's adorable. They, but, but you see what that is. That's confidence and pride because they are so proud of what they're doing. So it's really fun. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. It's so, it's so rewarding to see each and every kid, you know, be their own self Mm -hmm. and meet them where they are and accomplish things. Mm -hmm. And I always just feel like for me personally, you know, like I explained, I saw the, um, you know, how music therapy really changed um, things for us in the hospital when he was about six months old. And um, just to this day, being five, and still just seeing how it has helped him um, with his, because he's not as loud when you first started with him as Kim. He's, he got oh, his loud yeah. moments, but he's not as loud. Um, he's learning nice hands. Um, Lorenzo is a little roughy, roughy. Um, so with instruments, (laughs) you have to have nice hands. So it's Mm -hmm. not like so much of the music. He enjoys it because he doesn't realize he's in a therapy session, which is just great. Cause if, when you, my son knows Baptist South and Wolfson's downtown, once you hit Prudential Drive, no, no, no. Once yep. you get off 95 South at old St. Augustine road. No, no, no. So that's why we had to take a break from you're the only therapy we do right now, because we just had to take a break from, um, hospital based therapy. Um, cause it's just, it can right. be a little traumatic at times. It's, it you know, and it's a little draining on parents too. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's a constantly, you're like, Oh Lord, please, you know, do what they say today, you know, yeah. do this, you know, um, because you're nervous that, next time you're not going to be able to get the um, approval or they're going to tell you, you know, two times a week is too much for him. We're going to go down to once when you know he really needs two times a week and he just had a bad day. Like yeah. with music therapy, there really aren't any bad days, you know, mm-hmm. um, just going to change the song. We're just going to change the mood. We're going to change the atmosphere. So that's exactly. what I love about music therapy um I love I mean don't get me wrong traditional therapy hospital-based therapy has brought us a long long way but music therapy has really helped with my son's fine motor skills and his aggression yeah and I just want to say too Nicole like how you touched on um earlier that you know you don't want to always have to be at this, you know, uh, looking at a piece of paper saying, okay, yeah, my son can't do this or can't do that. My child can't do this. Or, you know, they're, they're wanting them to meet these expectations. And it's just nice to know that there is a a therapy out there 
where there's no expectations. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about, it's like you're being judged. And I know when I, um, you know, was working and doing assessments on children that have disabilities and, you know, parents are like, I don't want to hear about what my child can and can't do. Like, I know they can't do this. So, you know, it's like, it's like jabbing them. Like, okay, you're telling me this and I already know that. So why are we, you know, even talking about this? Why are we focusing on this? Like for once, you know, I just want to let my child be a child and enjoy life and enjoy doing something that they can develop and and grow and learn from without Mm -hmm. being put on this big boards, you know, they can do this. We got to work on that. We got to do X, Y, and Z. So, you know, I think that that is just really great that this service is available. Mm -hmm. And um, I hope that parents are able to access this, you know, more parents are able to access it. And um, in different states, I'm sure if they reach out to a developmental center or their pediatrician or, you know, like the early learning center, maybe they have some resources, but I think that um, the music therapy would definitely be a great source for, you know, all, all, all parents and caregivers looking for just a different outlet. I agree. Yes. I love that you guys brought that up because, you know, my, my focus when I'm there is, Oh, come here, come here, come, come, come look what they did. (laughs) I'm always trying to show you what they can do. And it's because music is so, so forgiving in that way. You know, who cares if they're in tune or not, they're singing. Hey, yeah. Um, you get to see that smile on their face when exactly they're just clapping off beat yep or (laughs) look even if they're non-verbal just the look in their eye um Mm -hmm. earlier I shared with you guys the little TikTok and it was so funny because I knew we were having this conversation she came across my feed yesterday and she was on her page until 2 a.m this morning um and it was just so fascinating to see from her from the beginning when her mom started. Um, her dad, I think, does music real heavy. Um, and her older sister sings amazing. And yeah. they just to incorporate it. And then they went ahead and she recorded a song. Like the girl, they said that when music comes on, she just dances. If she's in the store, she's going to dance. And she's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like she has a confidence and confidence about it. And then when they sing the songs, they're like, this is your favorite songs. And now to go back to what Truth had mentioned earlier, Brittany, about the volume just a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. I've noticed when I watch, they don't put headphones on her. She does when she thinks it's too much. She covers, she puts her fingers. She doesn't cover her ears. Mm-hmm. She just puts her fingers over her ears. And I read what the mom said. The mom said, because she goes to school, she's going to have to be able to cope with mm-hmm. outside so that's why they play the music loud that's why they did the different things she said and now when they go in a restaurant and there's music her daughter knows how to bring it down we got this you're okay if something's yeah. too loud so it was just amazing to see her come out of her shell um her first words were her first sentence was a song and they were all shocked because she she's still considered technically nonverbal. But yeah. she says chocolate. I mean, she just, she loves music. Um, she has her favorite song. She tells Alexa what to play her music. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just amazing to see for someone that society might've counted out and said, oh, you're nonverbal. You're never going to be, you know, anything, blah, blah, blah. And her mom took that form of music coming from a musically inclined family and just poured it into her and would just notice that it has made a difference. And with her being so vocal on TikTok, it has really helped a lot of autistic children. Um, yeah. So you guys, if you're out there, like Miss Kim said, no matter the diagnoses or anything, just reach out and see if it's for you and your child, you and your family. Mm-hmm. See if, you know, she works with all ages, all diagnoses, all abilities, disability, whatever, she's there for you. Or if you're in another city state, reach out to a music therapist just to see if it's going to help your child. 
you never know your child might end up off medications that might not mm-hmm. you never know just try it to see it I know years ago music therapy would not be prescribed unless it was from like a DO or a holistic doctor and now even more of our MDs are understanding the importance of music therapy so take advantage of it please yes please do yes yes anything else I don't think so I don't think so um just a just for the curiosity of those here in Jacksonville, um, you can go to the um, the Iceman thing on March the 11th um, that they're having the sensory one. Um, and we'll be there and your kids, your kids will get to experience some music therapy and you'll get to kind of see what's, what goes on. And um, that might be a, um, a way for you to kind of try before you buy type thing. <laughs> right right I love it and we'll definitely share the flyer on our Facebook page and we'll put it on the stream on the video and stuff and you know thank you for definitely sharing that um it's great that I do see more Jacksonville businesses doing a sensory um Mm -hmm. night and event so I think that is a blessing and we're just realizing you know it's it's a, it's a community out there and we can't ignore them anymore exactly so I'm, just, I'm just happy and thank exactly. you so much for joining us tonight thank you oh, thank you thank you for having me yes and it has been great and you guys check us out um for our next episode of two moms and some labels and we'll talk to you guys later good night, right. good, night. good night bye-bye bye-bye